Good morning and welcome back to 501C TV. I'm your host, Janelle Harris. This is the podcast that talks to system change leaders, thought leaders, nonprofits, and nonprofit partners to find out what is new in their world, what's going on, maybe there's some new events to talk about. And we're happy to have today with us, I'm very excited, we're actually wrapping up our third season of 501C TV. And I've got with me today, Bethany Lacey, who's the Executive Director of Boys Town South Florida. Awesome, awesome nonprofit, you guys. We're gonna learn all about them today and all the things that they're doing, not only on a national level, but also in South Florida. So Bethany, thank you for joining Hi, us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Good morning, good morning. So um, we have a lot to cover here and we're gonna, we're gonna try to get through all the all the fun stuff but if you check out their website they have a really great website and they're they're even revamping it and we getting are. way more information yes. out there um but uh, boys town has a really kind of cool background bethany and maybe you can you can walk us through that i know that um they've been around since 1917. yes you've done your homework i've done my homework <laughs> and they're right out of omaha nebraska yes. um but now um near and dear to our heart they are also down here in south florida you guys are based yes. out of west palm beach yes we're in west palm we've been here since 1991. okay awesome so yes. they're going on like 30 plus 32 yeah, yeah 30 plus mm -hmm. years here which is amazing and we were talking earlier on camera about just palm beach county has like a crazy amount of nonprofits. We're so very blessed to have a lot of resources for kids and truly, families in our community. I yeah. love that. And we're going to talk about that. Um, but again, I'm going to let you just walk walk us through like sure. maybe like the, the very first beginnings and then also like we want to hone in on, on South Florida specifically. Sure. I'm kind of a history nerd, so I love me too. I love history stuff. I so, do too. Take me through a timeline. Yeah, so <laughs> Boys Town has a pretty cool history. Um, we were founded in, as you mentioned, 1917 by a Catholic priest, mm -hmm. Father Flanagan, who at the time was actually working with the adult male population mm -hmm. of men that were leaving prison. So he was trying to do re-entry to help them be gotcha. productive citizens. And he had a really sort of profound light bulb moment when he was working with one of these gentlemen because the gentleman said, you know, Father, everything you're telling me is good about how to be a good citizen and how to you know, try to be a contributing member of society but it really is too late for me. Where were you when I was a young boy? Because wow. the trajectory of my life could have been radically different right. if someone had intervened very early. Hmm. Yeah, so that was really the moment that um, Father Flanagan said, oh, you know, I should be doing work with young children yes. to see if we can help sort of turn the tide of what their life could look like. So he opened up a boy's home at the time in our country. It's not a history we sh any of us should be proud of. when. We had troubled children at the time. Um, we would institutionalize kids in really horrific conditions, yeah. workhouses so bad that the kids would have to be chained to their beds at night to prevent them from running away during the day. Yeah. And so Father Flanagan said, I really want to change how we take care of troubled kids. Mm -hmm. And they need love, they need support, mm -hmm. they need structure, and they really need a family, yeah. right? And so let's see what we can do to try to provide and fill in those gaps. So that's how Boys Town started. Yeah. yeah, and he became a huge advocate for how we change the way America cares for kids. And we continue that through much of the research and the science that we do mm -hmm. to this day to try to make sure that um, we're really doing what's best for kids and families. Yeah, I think that's really groundbreaking because I think that unbeknownst to him, probably at the time, he really kind of laid a, found, a foundation and for, for a lot of organizations to come. Yes taking a, a different approach to it instead of, you know, like you yeah. said, just kind of taking someone as they are at that point in time, but really trying to go back and, you know, 
start at an earlier point to avoid all of the you know pitfalls maybe down right. the road. So I think that's a really cool story. Um, and then how? So tell me, there's how many? I know that um, they're out of Omaha, but how many other locations are there nationwide? So yeah, there's so South there's, Florida. So there's South Florida. There's nine locations across the Got country. It. Okay. So we are a national organization. Um, every site does things a little differently. It's mm -hmm. really based on the needs of the community. Sure. For instance, we're pretty well known nationally for our residential family style care. Okay. For kids in care, but in South Florida, we actually don't have residential. We're all prevention, early intervention. Mm -hmm. The intent of all of our services is to strengthen the family and keep that child from ever needing to be removed from the home to right. begin with. That's yeah. really the intent and that's what we do here in South Florida. So it's like a proactive Correct. kind of thing of, of services, mm -hmm. which which is really cool. So how did you get involved with Boys Town? So I got involved with Boys Town because I actually worked with um, kids that were in foster care very early in my career. My first job in, in child welfare was working with kids in foster care and I actually had children that were placed at Boys Town. Oh, interesting. And okay. I was really blown away that my really bad teenagers that would <laughs> run away from every other place and right. just do horribly would be very, very successful at Boys Town. And so it sort of, I started to realize, oh, this is an organization that I'm really interested in. Yeah. Ended up just applying at it, got an entry level position at Boys Town. That awesome. was 17, almost 17 years ago. Oh my gosh, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, that was in Central Florida. So I worked in Central Florida at Boys Town for 10 years. I moved to Tallahassee to their site to take a leadership position, was there for four years. Okay. And then two years ago, was asked to come down to South Florida awesome. and take on the, the executive director role down here. Awesome. And I know you guys have some really um, big numbers. I mean, I think just in South Florida alone, you guys service, um, I mean, this might even not even be up to date, but over 6,000 families and 3,000 children every year? Yeah, so That's since we started, 66 children and families, 66,000 66, children wow. and families have been served just in South Florida. Yeah, that is yeah. just unbelievable. So um, maybe we can walk through a little bit to, um, I know that there are some specific programs. I know there's like a national level, but let's stick to just South Florida. Sure. I have a list here of, you know, I was reading online. It, it's really comprehensive but I know you guys kind of break it up into some different um, areas. So maybe yeah. we can walk through some of those things because again, um, you know, there's a lot of um, organizations down in South Florida that, um, you know, service families and children, but I think you guys have a little bit um, of some different services that set you apart. Sure. And I'd like to know a little more about those, just so our, our viewers can yeah, see. Yeah, I think you're right. There are a lot of um, there. I think we're very blessed, and there's great need because yes. in Palm Beach County, um, are really in Florida, we're just seeing massive amounts of increase in anxiety yep. and mental health and behavioral health. We know that suicide is now the second leading cause of mm -hmm. death in children ages <clears throat> 10 to 24. So yeah, we have a lot of resources. I'm grateful for that. We partner with a lot of organizations, but there are some things that we do that maybe other organizations don't do. Um, we do have a, a pediatric behavioral health clinic. Mm -hmm. So we have pediatric psychologists that specialize with early childhood um, issues. Yeah, that's awesome. And <laughs> um, we have six uh, psychologists and we're really excited because this is the first year that we've ever been able to do testing for children with autism. Wow. And provide services okay. um, for children with autism. And then additionally, this is the first year we've ever had bilingual psychologists. So we have um, Spanish cool. and English speaking psychologists. So it's pretty exciting for us. And I think that's so, so cool because, you know, a lot of times I feel like, um, you know, children act out for a number of different reasons. But yes. if it's something undiagnosed, correct, 
that's not their fault. <laughs> it's you not. Know? Yes. And it's really hard to um, to work with that if you don't know what you're working with to yeah. begin with. So I think that's really cool that, that you guys are able to do that now. And, you know, it, p- families just might not know that, yeah. you know, that child even has autism or where to turn and well as a parent you know I have young children and sometimes you wonder is this behavior normal because we know that kids are just kids right or is there some additional support that I need to help my child be successful and sometimes that's not very readily apparent Uh, right and so it is helpful to have someone that specializes in that area be able to assess and say yes this is normal we can help you manage Mm -hmm. this or no, maybe we need some additional support. Right. Gotcha. Child. Um, so. And then you guys also do, um, I know you work a lot with the schools yes. specifically. So let's talk about that because that's really important. And, and I think that that's, um, that's huge to be able to be right kind of in the thick of it. In the you thick know? of it. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. actually have a couple school-based programs. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you about both of them. So Primary Project is where we work with kindergartners and first graders okay and we're really doing first grade readiness because we know all the data suggests that if a child is successful in first grade and very early in their education kindergarten first grade etc that that is often an early predictor of Mm -hmm. their entire educational career of success no pressure no pressure (laughs) at all gracious yeah (laughs) um so we are in 12 elementary schools in palm beach county the district has been a wonderful partner of ours they we um, have staff that are placed they work all the time at those schools and they really do a non-directive um, play intervention. And it's cool. really designed to build some of those confidence skills that we know our students need mm-hmm. in order to be successful and be able to advocate for themselves and ask for help, that kind of a yeah. thing um, in class. So that's really a first grade readiness intervention cool. that we partnered. The Children's Services Council is um, yep. a partner with us in that. So we're okay. really excited about that. We've been doing that for many, many years. Our newest school-based program, which is really the one that I'm the most passionate about, is the newest program that we have now in South Florida. It's called Lift Together with Boys Down. Yes, I was reading about this, and I actually highlighted that because I think that that is so cool. And I think, again, this is one of the things that sets you guys apart. Yes. So I want to really, really touch on this and let you explain what that is and what the program is all about. Yeah. So this is a program that we have been doing nationally. We're actually in 80 schools in Vegas. Really? So my dream in coming to when I came to South Florida was to be able to replicate some of what we're doing in other parts of the country. And um, it's a three-fold program. So essentially what it does is it allows us to place a school support specialist mm-hmm. at the school that works in partnership with the behavioral support team at the school okay. to support students directly. And so this might be crisis de-escalation. It might be a teacher has a student that they're struggling with and the school support specialist can come in and mm-hmm. support that student. They teach social skills so they might be teaching anger control skills they might be teaching how to accept a no answer how to follow instructions how to stay on task right many of the skills that students need in order to be successful and sort of emotion uh, regulate their emotions so that they can be there and learn what they need to learn right huge yeah we also train the teachers that we have a an educational um, behavioral support model called well-managed schools that Mm -hmm. this is we use this all over the country but we train the teachers and the administrators um, in this behavioral support model. So it really okay. is just an overlay to support on, to provide additional support um, to That's help awesome. teachers. Really, the intent is to help teachers catch those problem behaviors very, very quickly mm-hmm. to empower them to address them so that, so that they can get back 
to doing what they were hired to do. Right. When you talk to a teacher, they will tell you, I'm a social worker. I don't want to be a social worker. I want to be a teacher. Absolutely. So we're giving them the skills they need to address behaviors very, very quickly so they can get back to teaching math, teaching science, doing what they were hired to do, mm-hmm. and really to eliminate that child being sent out of the classroom. Yes. Because you know with the pandemic, uh-huh. we've had so much learning loss I for know. our students. Yeah. And so we want to prevent any more learning loss from occurring. And any time a child is sent out of a classroom because of their behaviors, it results in learning loss. Absolutely. And I think that's so huge to have like a one-on-one advocate for them Mm -hmm. right there. Because I think when that's not in place, like you said, it's so easy to just shuffle that student off and just... Right. You know, because they don't want disruption right. in their classroom, which, you know. I, which we get. I get. I totally get it. Right. Um, so I think that's huge. That's really cool. Yeah. And you said they're doing that in Vegas right now. We're, yeah, we're doing this. Lift Together in Vegas is in 80 schools. It's the largest lift. We're doing other parts of the country, yeah. too. We're in New England. We're in, you know, Nebraska, et cetera. But the largest program we have right now is Vegas. Um, and then the third piece of lift is we know that many times a school-based intervention will be exactly what that student needs. And and the, the situation will be handled and they'll get the resources they need. But sometimes and often, um, a student's school performance is really a symptom of something that's going on at home. Totally, yep. And so the third piece of what we do with Live Together is we actually um, wrap that school and that family and that student with our home-based, like home visiting services. Mm-hmm. It's not, not every student needs that, but some students sure. have family dynamics that are impacting their school success. And so in those situations, we will offer, it's completely voluntary, of course, but we will offer to work with the entire family mm-hmm. and to go out, to visit the home, to provide and to assess and see what does the family need for them to be successful in order for the student to be successful. And maybe something as simple as mom never learned how to have a good nighttime routine right? so that the child goes to sleep on time right? and can get up. Right, and is able to function the next day with a well-rested body and yes. yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's genius. I, I love the whole concept right. because, as you said, it really is, you know, it might be one piece, it might be three pieces, you know, depending on the child. Okay. And, you know, it really is kind of like an all-encompassing thing. And it goes back to the whole beginnings of Boys Home with, you know, giving, giving them a chance so early on to where, right. you know, they're successful later on and, yeah. and then they're you know, wonderful, exactly. wonderful members of society well, later on. That's what we want, productive <laughs> citizens, right? That's like, because that benefits all of us to have a healthy community, a healthy society. And so, yeah, so we're Absolutely. excited. We, we are in two schools, one school in Broward, one school in Palm Beach. Um, we partnered with Westgate Elementary. Okay. Um, school board member Alexandra Ayala has been a huge advocate for awesome. us. So she's been a huge support. So um, we just finished our first year pilot. Our outcomes are so exciting. So we saw, particularly with Westgate, they have, they're a dual language school. Mm-hmm. They're um, a huge population, really, of immigrant families. Um, like 99% of their students and families speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. And so they had asked us to help with truancy, mm-hmm. um, with parent engagement. And so we were able to partner with them on that. So we saw a 15% reduction in truancy awesome. through um, some of the partnership efforts we had. Um, we saw a 32% reduction in school referrals or behavioral referrals, yeah. which again means, you know, less kids being sent out of the Absolutely. classroom. Um, we saw a, a huge increase in parent engagement. Um, 
and I'm trying to think, I think that, yeah, that pretty much sums up some of the exciting outcomes that we saw. We, oh, and the other thing is they, you know, the school district themselves, they survey students and they, and they survey teachers. Mm-hmm. And so the perception that the teachers had of the school making good decisions, that dramatically increased. Of course. And then the perception that the students had that the school takes their concerns seriously, that dramatically increased. Yes. And so you're kind of seeing like a school culture. And that is our hope. We're really studying. I mentioned our research efforts. Yes. We're really looking right now at whether or not Lyft is going to have an impact um, on teacher retention. I'm sure. I mean, if they feel supported and their classrooms are running smoother and, you know, it all just kind of culminates back into like a a, positive culture, a positive culture and like just a better experience for everybody. And I, and I think too, like from a, from a parent side of it, I'm sure that the parents feel some type of empowerment also. If somebody's coming in there to help them, you know, they just might not have the resources to know things. And so if somebody's coming in to to help them and be on their side, you know, no one's coming in there to tell them you need to do things this way or better or different. It's It's just partnership. It's a partnership and it's for the greater good of, you know, not only their student, but the school, the community. I just think it's awesome. It's like a really, really awesome program. Well, you know, you really hit on my why. So, you know, we all talk about what's our why. Why do we do what we do? Yeah. But I know, you know, I had dreams as a kid. When I was a kid, I wanted to grow up. I wanted to get married. I want to have kids, <laughs> have a job that I liked and uh-huh. did well at and be able to support my kids and keep them safe and happy. And I think every single family that we work with, mm-hmm. they have that same dream. Yes. They just don't always have the same resources. Correct. And the same supports. Right. Um, And so that's where we come in. We try to help fill in some of those gaps, connect them to those resources, make sure they have those supports and feel like they are empowered. Totally. To be able to carry on long after we're working with the family. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, also uh, I'm thinking of like households that have multiple siblings, you know, if there's one child, there's probably more than one child. And, you know, if it's helping the whole family, you know, kind of climate of the entire family that's just yeah. beneficial to, to everyone and, and all the kids, I'm sure, involved. Well, you're right. I mean, a, a number one, one of the number one predictors of whether a child will be involved with the delinquency system is if they have an older sibling involved with the delinquency system. Right. So you're right. Yeah. I mean, what happens to a sibling totally. is a good time to intervene with those younger siblings to make sure that yeah. we're helping them. Which is awesome. Yeah. So one thing you touched on, which I really, I, I circled it here in my notes, big and bold, because I think that... This is like a huge thing that sets you guys apart is research. Yes. You guys have like, I mean, you base everything that you do on research, which I think mm-hmm. is amazing. You guys, this is like, it's crazy because there's a lot of services and programs out there. But if you don't have a predictor on how well they're doing, are they working? Right. You know, are we going out and doing all these things? And yeah. What's happening? Yeah. Do they <laughs> work? Do they it doesn't work? work. So um, tell me a little bit about research the research that you guys do um because i believe that on the national level there's a whole things a whole host of things that you guys research and then probably i would assume on a south florida level because you want to know what's happening in your area walk me through your research services that you guys do absolutely so we do have you are correct we have a translational research center Mm -hmm. um which really is cutting edge in a lot of ways we're doing um we're we're one of two places in the world that are doing some very specific brain research i'm not a scientist so (laughs) you can read about it online (laughs) we have a a fancy mri machine that's like one of two in the whole entire world where we are able to look at actual you know brain mapping and say does this intervention actually work right right. 
and what what is helpful. And the very cool thing that I love about Boys Town is everything that we're studying and all that we're researching, we are sharing for the masses because we want all of our partners to I say, what what do we know is actually effective in helping kids and families mm-hmm. get better? Yeah. And let's do that. Let's not spin our wheels doing these other interventions that might sound really cool and be very, very popular for totally. you know a certain amount of time. But let's let's make sure that we're doing what actually helps kids and families get better. And so that is what sets Boys Town apart mm-hmm. in, in one of the ways is we're very committed to evidence based you know, the science and, and helping families. And so, yeah, in South Florida, we do get to benefit. We actually will participate in pilot studies. Cool. Um, so it's kind of where we, you know, practice. Yeah. To see, does it work? Does it not work? All of that. Um, but yeah, we're, we're really blessed in that sense. And I'm super excited about the research that's going to be coming out. I think it's going to change you know, the way we do a lot of what we do. I'm sure. I mean, it just, it's so. every year the, the technology changes yeah. and so many advancements. And I think that that's, that's one thing to note is that, you know, we talked earlier, like in talking with a lot of uh, just nonprofits in general, you guys are are typically really great at sharing information mm-hmm. because you all, at the end of the we day, all know. y'all have the same goal in mind, right? And so yeah. if it's great, you know, it's good for the the greater um, the greater group. Why not share it? And and also, you know, when you guys bring your your brains and your minds and your research together. You know, you, you might be able to find things faster and easier yes. that, that make it better. And I, th- I think a lot of people don't realize that nonprofits really are like a, a big, family. They are. They're like a family, yeah. like a team and um, a team of like really just great, awesome people that are out there just trying to do good things. Agreed. And, so. it, and I think that nonprofits more than anyone else knows that it really does take a village. It does. As cliche <laughs> as it might sound. Yeah. Um, we I know that we cannot help every family and every child in Palm Beach County that needs the help. Um, we don't want to put families on wait lists. So we often will coordinate with other nonprofits mm-hmm. and say, hey, if we can't help a family, can you? And sure. vice versa. We get we get referrals from other nonprofits yeah. that do very similar work. It's not really about being a you know competitor. Absolutely. It, it really is about how do we best help kids and yes. families? Because that's why we're all here. And that's what so, I love. I love that. Yeah. So um, before we have to leave, because this goes so sure. fast, as I said, um, I do want to talk about. You guys have some really cool events coming up yes. that I saw online. So I don't want I don't want to miss out on those. I want everyone to know about those so we can support you and yeah. be there and tell okay. me about those. Yeah. So a couple of events and a couple of resources I want to make sure yes, people know about. Absolutely. So we are doing a Halls of Hope event on November fourteenth. We're really excited. Um, what we're going to be doing is much of what we talked about with science and outcomes. We're actually going to be doing some vi- like the walls in my building. We're going to be doing a day to walk. Awesome. So essentially people can kind of come in and really get a true sense of what we're doing right. with the different programs. We didn't even talk about all of them, but um, the different programs that we have here and it'll be pretty and big and, you know, sort of visually appealing. And yes. so we're going to be doing an open house where you can come in and learn about our mission. And if there, are, if you are interested in partnering with our mission, that's a really good chance to kind of cool. get in and learn about what we do. So that will be November 14th. Um, okay. There will be shortly on our new website. Perfect. Yes, there will be a way to register for that event. It's okay. a free event. Um, we will have hors d'oeuvres and wine. It'll be fun. It's awesome. after hours. Um, that's the 14th. And then also November 18th, we're going to be putting together some Thanksgiving baskets for some of the families we have. Okay. So if people just like to volunteer, they're more than welcome to come out and that. help us put that together. Okay. We're getting into the holidays. There's opportunities to, we do hope for the holidays. We provide Christmas for families that would not otherwise have it. So if families want, if people want to partner with us, Perfect. that's another opportunity. All of that will be on our website. Love that. And we'll put that up for you. And then a free resource, parenting.org. 
That is a resource that we have um, that anyone can access, and it is just filled with tons of content on parenting. So it may be, how do I create a good homework routine for my child? How do I deal with bedwetting issues? We have parenting experts that put content up there, and so that's just a free resource that I wanted to get out there and make sure people knew about. Okay, wonderful. Is there any last parting words that you would like our viewers to know about Boys Head in South Florida? No, I think, you know, we can't do what we do without our partners, our supporters, mm-hmm. you know, our funders. We have just incredible partners um, and supporters. So, yeah, we can't do it without you. So we want to say thank you to all of us that come behind and rally uh, rally behind our mission and help us do what we do to help serve, um, you know, the 66,000 kids and families we've served in the last yeah. 32 years. So, yeah, and we're grateful. Awesome. We're grateful. Wonderful. Well, I thank you so much. Like I said, we could talk for yes. hours about yes. all the wonderful things that you guys do. So please check out their website. Um, again, it's Boys Town South Florida. Bethany, thank you so much thank for joining you. me here today. Um, check them out. There's plenty of um, opportunities to uh, get involved. Yes. And they're doing awesome things. I can't wait to keep watching you guys and see um, yeah. all the great things that you're going to do in the future here. Awesome. Um, So thank you again for joining me today here at 501C TV and a special thank you to Kana House Studios, Wellington's first and only content creation studio. Thank you as always. And we'll see you next time on 501C TV. Thank you.